This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Welcome back to Football Unfocused. I'm now the one with the crappy mic as Lavelle got himself an upgrade. So Lavelle, as always, introduce yourself now with your new hey, mic. Hey, hello. Hello. Hey, we back again. Got a new mic. Thing is, Westy has one too. He has one coming. I'm gonna. <laughs> I gotta send it to him soon. But it's still coming. He has one. So we're about to have a crazy setup. I got a little soundboard. Um, next, I think next podcast maybe, maybe we'll see if I can. We could use it and stuff. So hey, because then we'll both nice, have though. our own, yeah. own soundboards. Because I have one that, at school, and yeah. he now has one at home. So it's perfect. I gotta. Perfect. I gotta thank my. Gotta thank my parents. For real? Yep, shout out to them. Shout out, them. shout out to them because this is crazy. This is like the best setup probably I've ever had <laughs> at my house. Like, this is crazy. Like, this is nice. I like it. And got a little reverb. I got cheers and stuff. If y'all can hear it, it'll be cool, but y'all can't. But hey, let's talk about some football. I'm excited, yeah. man. You know I'm excited. You know I'm excited. Yes. Explain why you're so excited this week, Lavelle. Hey, because the Chargers clinched the playoffs with a win on Monday night versus the Colts. Held the Colts to three points. It was a sack party. Nick Foles couldn't handle it. I loved it. I loved it. Justin Herbert, he did not throw a touchdown. He hasn't thrown a touchdown in the last, like, four games because, though, um, Austin Eckler has been getting the ball at, like, the two-yard line. So As why? As, like, why why throw the ball on the two-yard line when we could just run the ball in? Because we yeah. did that at the beginning of the year. We threw the ball a lot at the two-yard line, and we didn't score. So, hey, it's cool, though, but, hey. Chargers in the playoffs. We have a chance at the fifth seed still, but I don't know. I think I think we should sit people. I think they won't sit people that this week. I think next week they will, but it's just like I don't even know. Who do I really play? don't know, but oh, they play, they play next week. They play Rams this week, and then next week they play the Broncos. So I was thinking we sit people against the Rams, or we sit we play this week, and then next week against the Broncos we sit people because. The Broncos, it's not a game we need to win, and it's just but neither matter the of fact. Rams, that, really. Yeah, the Rams. That's why I was like the Rams, but say, you don't want to go into like the playoffs cold. We're already not looking that good, so might as well yeah. fix up some things while we're playing the Rams. They have a decent defense, so like we'll we'll see. I think we could fix up a lot of things, get our running game going. Monday Night Football, um, Troy Aikman and. Uh, what is the other guy? Joe? Is it Joe? Joe Buck. Joe Buck. They were just talking about the Chargers don't have a running game. Chargers don't have a running game. Chargers this. I was like, dang. And I'm like, it's true though. Like, I don't know how we're gonna survive in the playoffs without a running game. But we did pretty decent this week. 18 carries, 67 yards, two touchdowns. We only averaged 3.7 yards a carry. Austin Eckler and Joshua Kelly are about like the same as average in yards a carry. So it's like pretty the nice. Same player most yeah. of the time. Be yeah, it's it's they're usually like, identical when they're both in, like when one and one's in and one's out. You literally see like like they're averaging the same yards. We don't get like a different little carry unless Eckler just breaks a crazy, a crazy run. That's just him. Just he's a little stronger than Kelly. Right. There's no so. there's no change of pace backs with the Chargers. Yes, they're the exact same guy. It's just fresh legs. That's the only yeah. difference. And it's I like, think oh, Eckler yeah, is just stronger. Fresh legs, Eckler fresh is legs. literally just just stronger, I think. So yeah. I just be like, yeah. I think it's funny that we're talking about the Chargers having no <laughs> run defense, run offense when the conversation is usually no run defense for the Chargers. Yes, and <laughs> how it's flipped a little bit. And right this now. week they didn't do they didn't do they, we didn't do bad in the run run defense. We were pretty good. Michael Davis or no, not Michael Davis. Morgan Fox and um, uh, Brandon Fajeko. Fe- they have been doing great. They've been doing great. And then Sebastian and Joseph Day is still playing, so they've been doing great. With the run game in the last couple weeks, like we had Henry last week. It wasn't really like a big – a big um. he didn't have really much yards, so it was cool. Keenan and Mike went crazy. This Keenan went crazy, 11 receptions, 104 yards. Mike, four receptions, 76 yards. When those two play, I feel like we can't – we literally don't have – we have a chance to win every game. I wouldn't say we can't lose, but we have a chance to win every game, especially with Joshua Palmer in there. He makes clutch catches mm-hmm. all the time. So, hey, I think we have some good pieces to scare the people in the playoffs, but a lot of people sleeping on the charges. Uh, people people sleeping on the charges. I don't even know. But, hey, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good season. It's going to be good playoffs. Speaking man. of 
pieces. Uh, I believe you had one come back off the IR today. Yes, um, Joey Bosa is now active off the IR. Mm-hmm. And He's then, at practice today, too, is what yes, I heard. Yes, he is active. And they said we have a chance of getting Rashawn Slater back in the playoffs. So really? if we do, if we do, I will be so happy because then it's our left tackle is secured and we can I think I think we get Filer out of there because he's been having a like kind of week of playoffs. Doo-doo. I think they say we're saying the first week. They're really? saying by the playoffs. Oh. They were saying really? by the playoffs. So because he huge. he's he already has he got injured the first week of the season. Right, right. So, right. so wow. it was just, he was set to be out for like the whole season unless we didn't make the playoffs. And we made the playoffs, so he's he has a chance of coming back. So that's big. Slater, that's big. That'll be big, and then we could. I feel like Jamari Slayer at right tackle would be good, and then maybe I don't know if we put Zion Johnson on the bench. He's kind of been looking, looking a little bad, but I think we just work around that, and I feel like our line would be good. If we get uh, my boy Rashawn Slater back. That's that'll be huge. That'll be huge. Huge, that's... huge right there. And that's why I'm like, that's why I'm kind of like happy. We're starting to get all our pieces back that we lost the beginning of the season. That we're like, ah. Oh, you heard me talking. We're injured. We're injured. We're injured. But you hear me like we're getting this guy, this guy back. Hey, I'm kind of getting excited, man. I got a new Chargers jersey. My boy Justin. Mm-hmm. I got a Justin Herbert jersey. It's fire. So hey, I'm happy. I'm happy for the Chargers, man. I know. I need to get myself some new jerseys for Christmas. I I didn't get any for Christmas, so I need to get myself <laughs> one. I need. I'm I'm debating if I'm thinking I get just because of Defensive Player of the Year. I might as well get a Nick Bosa. Um, yeah. So I think that's the way to go versus Debo. Um, just because DPOY, you know, you got to, you got yeah. to, you got to do it. So, and obviously, it's gonna be the red throwbacks. Like, you can't, yeah, not wearing, can't. not wearing the Derwin jersey anymore. It's signed. You yeah. can't wear it anymore. It's in, it's in a sealed bag. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's done. It's done. It's retired right now. <laughs> so you need, a, you so need I, a new one to wear. You... Yeah, and then mom and dad got me one, and it's fire. So I like it. I like it. All Google? right, let's. Through the rest of these games quick. Yep. Um, some of them not really interesting because we've had a lot of injuries and a lot of sits. Uh, guys sitting out late this season just so they can rest up for some games. First one, Jaguars, Jets, a lot lower scoring than really I think anyone expected. 19 to 3 Jaguars mm-hmm. win. Trevor Lawrence versus Zach Wilson and Chris Stravler. Um, so even Zach Wilson unable to complete that entire game. As against Strievler came in for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jets are not looking. Yeah, Jets Zach, not looking. Been, Zach Wilson's done for the year, too. Yeah, now. Jets not looking so good since their hot start, but the Jags, they've been on fire. They they have a chance of um clinching playoffs. the clinching the playoffs with a win in week 17, 18? 18. 18, because we're in week 17. Nope. Yep. Week so, 18. So Basically, we talked about it before we started. Uh, I'll just reiterate it here. It's Titans-Jaguars for the division in Week 18. So that's why tonight, Thursday Night Football, a lot of rumors are sit a lot of starters against the Cowboys. Uh, Derrick Henry currently doubtful, uh, most likely not to play. Would be very surprising if he does. So Tony Pollard also out for that game. So huge fantasy football implications there um, for a lot of people in the fantasy championship. Which isn't me. It's not Lavelle either. So not me. Uh, we don't have to worry about it, unfortunately. But something to look for. And then, yeah, Jaguars basically they hold the keys to their own destiny. I think they have to win out, but um, well, maybe not. Maybe they just have to beat them in Week 18. I'm not sure. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I'd really like to see the Jaguars in the playoffs. Uh, I don't think yeah. they've made it back in the playoffs since 2016. I think was the last time they were in the playoffs. That year when hey. they made it to the AFC Championship game. Mm. Hey, I would like to see him in the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence, first time playoff. Justin Herbert in his first time playoffs. Then we got guys like Mahomes, Burrow that been there before. Allen, like, hey, it's gonna be tough. That's a, that's a crazy. That would be crazy. Like AFC, nice. no. I seen something on um. It was like a stat. It was like the AFC starters in like in the playoffs were all first round picks. And then, like, the all NFC starters were all, like, fourth or fifth round below picks, like, all the NFC starters. And it's, like, all – it was, like, crazy. I was, like, dang. They're, like, two different divisions. It's kind of just, like, wild. 
Well, yeah, because usually the AFC has the first overall pick, it seems like. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, the last few first overall picks, or top three even, have been like Browns, Jaguars, Jets. Niners Texans. have had a couple. Um, Dolphins. Te- yeah. Texans, a right. A lot of just... There's a lot of below-average teams. There's a lot of, like, good teams in the AFC, but there's a lot of bad teams, too, though, I yeah. feel like. But, I mean, you can say that for both divisions. You, I mean, yeah, you can. NFC South is just awful. <laughs> <right now. laughs> like, honestly, it's the AFC and NFC South that give the, the league a bad name half the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's usually who it is. That's usually who's the cool Usually. Team, so. But this year, I guess it's – the Broncos and the Raiders. The AFC West. <laughs> AFC West is just – it was just the, one of the most competitive divisions at the start of the years. Now it's just – what happened? Like, oh, these guys They're like, Russell Wilson sucks. <laughs> so bad. I feel so bad for the guy. I feel, I feel bad for the Broncos, actually. Which, they fired their head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, so he's gone yes. now. So. After one and season. I think it's funny. Did they see the – did you see who the interim head coach is? Mm-mm. It's the guy that Nathaniel Hackett hired this season for clock management on the sidelines. Really? He's the interim head coach. That's crazy. The guy hired by Hackett to be his clock management guy. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, not not so, one of your coordinators, just the clock management guy. Got it. So your clock management is about to be even worse. Okay, okay, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was bad already. It was already bad. Yeah, we've seen, we seen it multiple bad. times. but. Yeah. All right, Next let's, let's move on to some of these other games. We can quit yeah. dogging on the Broncos for a little while. Ravens beat the Falcons 17-9, another low score. Again, no Lamar Jackson still, still Tyler Huntley in. Um, Desmond Ritter still the starter for the Falcons, which, I mean, Desmond Ritter has not been playing bad. 22 yeah. for 33, 218 yards. I mean, it's not horrible. Just... Their run game's okay. They just can't score in – Touchdowns. I mean, yeah, can't score touchdowns. Drake London, he's been fumbling lately. Every time he's been having like good games, it's just he has a fumble from here and there, and it's just cost him a drive or two. It's just bad. It's just bad for him. Yeah, it happens. Um, Mm -hmm. one game we didn't expect: Panthers over the Lions, thirty-seven to twenty-three, because the Panthers rushed for over four hundred yards. Right? Or is it three hundred? Let me let me double check my math here. It might be over three hundred. Um, because that's 280, 290, two, yeah, yeah okay. 320. 300 yards rushing yeah. and 250 yards passing. Mm. So over 500 total yards. Yeah, Panthers came to play that day. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Three rushing touchdowns, one receiving touchdown. Um, Deontay Foreman on my bench. Um, mm. see, not that it really would have helped me. Um, because to be honest, well, I really have started him anyways. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it was a toss up between him and AJ Dillon, but so like it still wouldn't have mattered. But yeah. it was okay. something to watch. Couldn't believe that the Lions got beat that bad. No, it, it was, was crazy. crazy. And Jared even, Goff did everything he could. Even um, no the Lions head coach congratulated um the Panthers head coach. Mm-hmm. He was like, he was like, y'all whooped our butts. <laughs> and it was deserve that. Yeah, yeah you for real. You guys deserve that win. You guys just ran it all over us. I mean, when Jared Goff on three attempts has 15 yards and is your leading rusher, that's not usually good. I mean, Jamal Williams had seven carries, and that was the most on the team. Like, they were Mm -hmm. not running the ball. They had to throw the ball the entire game. Yeah, it was pretty pretty bad. They were down, like, 21-0 in, like, the first quarter. It was, like... They, that's why they had to throw the ball the entire game. They were, they just, were down. They're not quick. Um, 17, seven, 17 plus 7, that's 3. 24 7 at halftime. Mm. So, yeah. Not, not ideal. Not ideal. Mm. Next game the Chiefs 24 10 over the Seahawks. Mahomes. Hey, he's just magical. Not the game I, I thought this would be either. I thought this would be a mm. little more of an offensive shootout. I thought, yeah, I thought it'd be closer than I actually thought, but Gino. Played all right, 25-40, yards, a touchdown, one interception. But came yeah. back. And then they oh. just couldn't couldn't really score in the red zone, I feel like. Or didn't really watch this game, but the Chiefs, I've seen a couple highlights of Mahomes doing his little thing. They need a little stop. But yeah, Kelsey, that six dive. receptions. That, that dive when he put his hand on the ground, that was kind of – it was tough. It was tough. 
Yeah. But I, I, I thought. I thought you have to be inside the pylon to be a touchdown. That's, I was just going to say that. See, my parents like, were looking at it and he's like, he hit the ball on the outside of the pylon. Yeah. Be a touchdown. See, that's I'm why like, I was like. That's a good point. I mean, I think it's you, just whenever you touch, you just have to touch the pylon. But, but I don't I think like, it's. On the you, outside of it. Yeah, because there was a play once. I swear there was a play once. A guy touched the pylon, but he didn't touch the inside of the pylon, so they didn't count it as a touchdown. I swear. That's why I was like, is that a touchdown? And he was just saying, I touched it. I touched it. I was like, I swear you just got to go inside because you have to be in bounds. The ball has, can't be out of bounds when you like going in the end zone. The ball has to cross the plane. But the ball never crossed the plane right there, I see. So just makes no sense. Um, Let's see. I'm looking at wonderful Google here. The inside edge of the pylons located on the goal line are considered part of the goal line. So technically, no. If it's hitting the outside, it shouldn't be a. Um, let's see. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> I'm trying to find what it's saying here. Bum, bum, bum. But yeah, it uh, touches the pylon. Yeah, it just says it has to touch the pylon. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we, that's, we got that's straight better. from NFL football operations. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. oh, pro- this is 2016. I thought this was an actual like post asking, like, hey, guys, is this a touchdown? Like, And it's Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Thing, but it's not. Um, so, yeah. They probably explained it in the game. I, see, yeah. I didn't it was, watch, it was I didn't a, watch the Chiefs game. A replay in a commercial, like, Real quick, like, wait a minute, he's on the outside of that pylon. Does that count? Like, yeah, so just, was, that one yeah. was interesting to see, but I was really hoping for some more touchdowns in that game. I, yeah, uh, it was just kind of, kind of just like a little that Tyler Lockett loss for the Seahawks is not is not faring well. Mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett, he was he was doing great for the Seahawks, he's the guy for the Seahawks. I mean, mm-hmm. DK can get all the credit he needs, but Tyler Lockett is. He makes all he's the clutch tried catches. Through Seahawks he's, receiver right there. He's the Keenan Allen of the Seahawks. We'll say that. Yeah, yeah. The all reliable. All reliable, pretty much. That's <laughs> what we're gonna that's call him. The all reliable. That's a great name for Tyler Lockett. It is, and it's because he saves his body by. He does. He doesn't he let does himself it. get back. He just dives <laughs> to the ground. Every hit, he just does every catch. He just catches it. Dive. Drops. See someone, drops. Like, hey, I'm he's like, no one's gonna touch him. He'll try to get away. He'll try to go like scoot up for a couple more yards. He won't even yeah. get up though. It's so funny. I loved it. Yeah, I loved. Yeah. It. I love watching that video of just him falling on the ground every play. Decisions, business decisions every time. Business decisions, right there. All right, next game here for another Christmas Eve one: Saints Browns, seventeen ten in favor of the Saints. Mm-hmm. Browns with Deshaun Watson. I don't know what's happening here. I. He, it was a cold game. I'll give him that. It was a cold game. But, mm. I mean, 15 for 31, 135 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception for Deshaun Watson. What yeah. do you think, Lavelle? Should they have kept Jacoby Brissett in for the rest of the season? The rest of the season, oh, they could. I think they I think they should. I'd probably mess up their chemistry on offense. But they they just didn't score in the second half. It was just kind of the Saints after halftime, 10-3 or up 10-3, and then Saints went – Alvin Kamara, twenty carries, seventy six yards, came out with fourteen unanswered. Okay. I just, it was a cold game. You know, it was going to be a low scoring yeah. game. Like, right. really, the Browns don't pass the ball much, anyways. But thirty one attempts, thirty one attempts in a snowy weather, and he's one hundred thirty five yards and zero touchdowns and a pick. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. really good. Not really good. Not great. Um, next one: Bengals Patriots, twenty two to eighteen. Um, wasn't able to see this game, but I saw bits and pieces of this game. Unbelievable! It, it looked really good. <laughs> Unbelievable catches! Like Bengals looked like they were just gonna run away with this one. They were up twenty-two to nothing half. after halftime, and it was just bad. And then this man, Mac Marcus Jones, he had a sixty-nine reception for a touchdown or interception return. And then after that, Mac Jones just throws it up and. I think it was Kendrick Bourne just throws it to Jacoby Myers, the guy who threw it to Chandler Jones the week before and cost him the game. He just made an um, unbelievable catch. And I was just like, what is happening? 
And it was just, hey, it was just crazy. Patriots still didn't get the win though. Hey, it's okay though. It was a great, it was a great play. Bengals looking all right. They looking all right. They maybe can't finish games. It looked like the Bengals sometimes start off slow and finish hot, or really start off hot and finish slow. Like, yeah, it's just. It's just so random with them, I feel like. Kind of thing kind of looks like right now. So yeah. Something to watch for when we get into the playoffs, for sure. Because mm-hmm. um, that second half, Jamar fumbled. It was just looking – it was just looking bad. It's just – Yeah, I mean – And Joe Patriots had a chance to win the game. They were they were on first and goal um, in the red zone. And they just didn't score. Yeah. So, hey. Right. It was good. It was a good right. game. Next one, Thriller. On Christmas Eve, Vikings over the Giants, 27-24. Greg Joseph, last-second field goal, career-long um, for him. I believe it was 57? No, it was 61. 61. It was 61 yards. I thought it was – I thought it was uh, – he broke the record in the stadium. I think he did break the record in the stadium. It was a career-long stadium. career-long in stadium-long. That's why Minneapolis, I thought. I think Vikings – Long, yeah, franchise. Long I think it might have been a franchise record. Yeah, two for two, sixty-one uh, was the longest one. So, Greg yeah. Joseph saving the Vikings once again. Justin Jefferson, T.J. Hawkinson having themselves a day. Uh, each of them get a touchdown. Hawkinson has two, both of them over a hundred yards receiving as well. Adam mm. Thielen, one reception for six yards though. That's kind of yeah. interesting to see as well, but. Hey, when TJ and JJ are cooking like that, you're not going to turn away yeah. from them by any means. And Kirk Cousins, 34, 40, 48, 299, three touchdowns, no picks. I mean, can't complain there either. For real. But Thielen, he's been slow. He's been a little um, not on his game. I don't know if it's not on his game or he's not getting the ball. It's just like yeah. last this whole year, he's just been like the third option once they got Hawkinson. Third, and maybe even Osborne, fourth option. Even, yeah, like even the option. fourth option. That's why I'm like, yeah, kind of. Osborne's yeah. getting more touches than him. Kind of crazy. Adam Thielen has had his targets drop through week one through about week ten. He was averaging about seven targets a game, and that's probably about the point. When do they trade for him? I'm trying to think. When do they trade for Hawkinson? Uh, probably close to that like, point. I want to say week eight, week nine. Because he played against Detroit. I know they had Hawkinson before Detroit, so that might have been the point where Hawkinson was traded to him. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, November first, twenty twenty-two. I'm not sure what week that was. Um, but that was. One, two, three. So, yeah, it might about around week 10, week 11, because he was in the Buffalo game and he kept dropping touchdowns. So it was before then. Mm-hmm. So right after that bye week is when he has three straight weeks of seven targets, and then slowly it's three, ten, six, eight, four, five these last two weeks. Yeah. Just like it's lose it, but he's had touchdowns. So Yeah, he had touchdowns on his targets, but – it's like he had like he hasn't been getting as much targets as he's getting like the last year, like last year, last couple of years. He was averaging like 11, 12, both of them, JJ and um, Thielen, were averaging like 11, 12 per game. So, yeah, but now it's, it's kind of crazy. Jefferson's just getting targeted every, Over, every play. Almost. Every he has like 11 receptions for 200 yards, while Thielen has one reception for six. I'm yeah, like, dang. <laughs> Yeah, it shows you the pecking order there for them. Yeah. Um, and then continuing this, Christmas Eve. This was a loaded Christmas Eve uh, for yeah. games as well. Bills over All the Saturdays. Bears, 35-13. Yeah. It, it really helped having Christmas Eve on a Saturday. Yeah, um, Saturday games were just kind of – it was kind of fire. It was It was nice. It was nice. Watching I didn't Christmas even know. Movies, I had the Niners game on too. This was with the fam and then Niners on my laptop. It was a yeah. good time, good time. Uh, yeah, Bills over the Bears, 35-13. Not much to talk about um, yeah. in that game. Texans-Titans. Texans get the win 19-14. to Somehow, some way, uh, they get it done. I, they, I don't know. They gave Jacksonville happened. a chance. They gave Jacksonville a chance. That's what they did. Yeah. They did. That's what they did. 
They gave him a chance and spoilers. I love it. Hey, it happens. But Malik Willis throwing two interceptions and is part of the problem. But another problem is Derrick Henry's been fumbling a lot lately. Mm. He has four fumbles in his last three games. Yeah, it's just he's lost three of them. He's 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 kept one, but he, he didn't keep last week's against the Texans. Yeah, it's just kind of like they are a run first team, and when you can't pass the ball, that's why they kind of need yeah. Tannehill because Malik Willis don't know how to pass the ball yet. He hasn't have another well, doesn't enough, help enough, not having much for receivers either. Yeah, he doesn't have enough experience, enough receivers. So like Tannehill has the experience, so he could throw the ball a little bit. He can he could throw the ball so have you scared. Scared to throw, yeah. and then then you give it to Derrick Henry. He busted for about sixty yards, hopefully. But I just don't times, know how Traylon Burks didn't have a single reception in this game. Yeah, like they just, I don't That's know. Crazy. They they got to get their passing game going. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's a passing league. It's a passing league. You can run the ball like a fairly amount, but if you can't pass the ball, like they're never going to respect your run. That's how they right. really is. Which is the great thing about the 49ers as I transition yeah. to the next game is they beat the Commanders 37 to 20, 20 more points than I think we should have allowed um, in that game. But Taylor Heineke and Carson Wentz both making appearances in that game, both yeah. passed for over 100 yards and a touchdown. Heineke has two touchdowns and an interception. Wentz has one touchdown. Wentz named the starter for next week as well for the Commanders. Um, but 49ers. George Kittle uh, gets two touchdowns because he steals one from Ray Ray McLeod, the guy that signed my jersey at the Niners game we went to. <laughs> um, he also had a rush. Ray Ray McLeod also had a rushing touchdown, so Kittle ruined his two touchdown day. Uh, McCaffrey gets a touchdown. Brock Purdy, two hundred two hundred plus yards, two touchdowns, a pick. Um, George Kittle over a hundred tw- has one hundred and twenty receiving yards with those two touchdowns because they're both just deep shots. Um, I mean. Jimmy Ward got himself a pick. Oh, I want to talk about this Jimmy Ward pick. Mm. Brian Robinson, buddy. You got to have a little bit more heads up there. I think they called him down, but Brian Robinson, the ball gets thrown. I think it was behind him. And he t- turns and looks and sees it picked off as Jimmy Ward dives on the ground for it. And immediately he just kind of throws his hands up and isn't looking at Jimmy Ward. And so no one's touched him at this point. So he can still mm-hmm. run. So Jimmy Ward's starting to get up, and just Fred Warner, like a shot, comes peeling across the field and puts both his hands on Brian Robinson and shoves him out of the way as Jimmy <laughs> Ward's trying to get up and take off. Because Brian Robinson's just like, oh, crap, he caught it, and is kind of starting to turn away and kind of like walk away, but no one's touched Jimmy Ward yet. And just Fred Warner, just out of nowhere, just boom, hits him, starts driving him to the sideline. Jimmy Ward's trying to run for a touchdown. Um, I think they eventually called him down on some on some contact. I don't know what it was. No one was really around. They didn't give him the touchdown. I know that. Um, mm. So that was unfortunate. But it was just so funny. It's like Brian Robinson. What are you doing, man? You got <laughs> like you're lucky they called that in your favor. Otherwise, that's a touchdown. <laughs> like yeah. you're not paying attention. The linebacker just took you out of the play, so the safety can score a pick six. Um, but. Nick Bosa, like we said, defensive player of the year, mm-hmm. head candidate, I think, uh, leads the NFL in sacks currently. I mean, because he's just that good. He had two in this game, one in a two-point conversion as well. That one doesn't count to the final stats, um, just doesn't, and had five, seven total tackles, so not too yeah. Pretty good, pretty good. Um, Cowboys-Eagles. Cowboys Eagles, pretty, pretty good game. It was a good game. Gardner Minshew playing instead of Hurts. Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. was hurt, and hey, I think the Eagles should have won this game. With all the turnovers they had, they had four turnovers. They had three in the fourth quarter on their probably last three drives. Then <laughs> it was, it was crazy. And they had the Cowboys in a third and thirty, and they let them get a first down. On a streak to T.Y. Hill. And I don't know why we're playing cover two on third and 30. It was just, it just made no sense to me. Dak played well. 20 for, 27 for 35, 347 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. The first, it was like the first pass of the game. He threw a pick six. And oh, since then, he bought. Yeah, it was just like a pick six. It was like, why did you throw it? And he was like, it's my fault. That was my fault. Yeah, it's no one else's. Um, 
Zeke, <laughs> Zeke, pretty good. 16 carries, 55 yards, and a touchdown. Tony Pollard was nine carries, 19 yards, was the third leading rusher behind Dak, six carries of 41 yards. CD, 10 carries, 10 receptions, 120 yards, two touchdowns. CD went crazy. Tony Pollard also six receptions, 61 yards. But Eagles, Garner Minshew, pretty bald. 355 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. The only two interceptions, like, it was just bad. Then they had a fumble with, I think, was it, it was 35 on um, the Eagles. Oh, I don't know who that is. But it was, like, between a handoff and then they fumbled the ball. Oh, they just that was, ball. Uh, I think that was um, uh, Gainwell. I think it was Gainwell is who that is. Mm. Maybe, maybe it was. I remember. Yeah, and then they just dropped the ball. That was one of their fumbles, and then two touch, the two picks, another, and then I think they had another fumble because they had four turnovers in this game. So I don't want to gain. Well, he's fourteen. He's not thirty-five. Yeah, and I think because I think thirty-five was in. I don't know if he had any carries, but yeah, but they pretty did pretty good. Twenty-one carries, sixty-five yards for Miles Sanders. And then Devontae Smith, eight receptions, 113 yards, two touchdowns. AJ Brown, six receptions, 103 yards. I just feel like the Eagles had a chance to win this game. Just yeah. they beat themselves. Really. Yeah. Really beat themselves, man. It happens. It happens. It happens. It was a great game, though. Loved watching it. I watched the end of that game. It was pretty good. Yep. Uh, speaking of beating themselves, the Raiders lose the Steelers as the Steelers uh, retire Franco Harris's jersey. The fourth Steeler, I believe, to have his jersey retired. Uh, the man of the immaculate reception passed away two days before, three days before his jersey was retired as well. Um, so that was really unfortunate. But the Steelers able mm-hmm. to get ten points in the fourth quarter uh, to lead them to a victory. Derek Carr throws for three interceptions. Um, nobody has over fifty rushing yards, and Derek Carr is also benched for the rest of the year. Yep, so, man. Hey, I've. I've been talking. See, I have a couple like friends who are Raiders fans, and I was like, the Raiders are good. It's really Derek Carr is the only person holding y'all back. And really, and it's really been I like I really I think it's Derek Carr. They had this guy for how much like nine seasons True. going into it. And what have you done in those nine seasons that you effectively think he's the best player on your team, and you keep going with him? See, that's why I just don't think. Okay, it's but like you could also expected. say last year, should they have really been, really should have made, would they have really made the playoffs without Derek Carr and how well he played last year? Um, and then you and also you say that coach yeah, this they, year, they got a and better so, team this year, and then they don't make the playoffs. They go six and nine. Well, what are you lose, saying then? They lost uh, Waller and Renfro pretty early on. They had him for four weeks in with Devontae. And yeah. those first four weeks, they went 0-4, didn't they? That's true. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to – It could be the scheme. You gotta, it could be the scheme, could be it. But at a point, you got to start thinking as the main source who's running the offense and why is it – why can't we win games? Like, the Chargers, they 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 look awful. You, you'll say that, but we're winning games because Justin Herbert can lead a game-winning drive. He has nine game-winning drives this season. <laughs> literally, literally this yep. season, and Mahomes has three. And like you gotta, you gotta put it to like you gotta be able to finish the game. Like that's the point right there against the Steelers, a team not a very good team. They're, they haven't been a very good team this season. No, but they have not. a pretty good defense. They have pretty good defense. You gotta be able to end the game right there. Go down at least get three. You can't throw a pick. It's just. You gotta start thinking about like we gotta, we gotta like yeah. be able to finish games. It don't matter like you play. They play good the whole game. You play decent during the game, but you gotta be able to finish the game. All you need is one chance. You get that right. chance, mess up that chance. You can't be a starting QB in the NFL. Uh, what draft pick do the Raiders have? Do you know? Mm, no. Let me check. They still they were in a fight for the playoffs until they lost that game. So. That's why I was uh, like, they, they certainly have ninth overall. So would you mm. assume that they take a quarterback at nine, or do they attempt to trade up? Mm. I don't know if they trade up. 
But I think I could see them trying to take a quarterback at nine. We'll got to see who I think CJ Stroud's in the draft this year. Just a couple yep. QBs. We got to see. We got to we got to check it. I think then it's Stroud we'll Young. See. Yeah, Bryce Levi's, Young. Duggan. So I, I think um, there's a there's got a lot of QBs you can take that are probably can learn or if you decide to keep Derek Carr, can learn and be the next one up or can uh, just yeah, be the replacement. It's just it's really up to the Raiders. I think. It's I think just... they keep Carr. People, some people think they don't, but I think they do. Yeah, but some keep. people are saying he's going to the Colts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. that's like as soon as one. like Carr got benched, my friend was like, "A," it was like talking to my other friend because he's a Colts fan. He was like, "So, hey, y'all better have um Derek Carr next season too." And then he was, I was like, "Dang, that's crazy." Everybody's just saying, like, "Get the photoshops ready with for Derek yeah. Carr in the Colts jersey." That's crazy. Um, Next couple of games, Packers get a thriller over the Dolphins, twenty six to twenty, costing Tua. me money. I'm trying to play Tua. some bets, and that looked really good. Tua fell apart in the second half, possibly due to a concussion. Um, yeah, because I Last think three drives he threw yeah. three picks. Three I think picks. He got, they said he got he hit his head in like the second quarter. Yeah, the. The wonderful internet has decided they think they know which play it was, and so they were able to pull the stats from before and after said play and said, if this is what it is, this this is the play, this is what his stats look like. And I believe it was 9 for 12 for 200-plus yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions before the head injury, before this Mm -hmm. play where they think it happened. Afterwards, 7 for 13, 29 yards, no touchdowns, three interceptions. See, I don't know, man. Really Which don't know. Really sucked because all I needed was a Tyreek touchdown and a Dolphins win, and I was gonna get a nice little payday. Um, especially after mm-hmm. Jalen Waddle had that really early touchdown, early long touchdown, um, put him over his receiving prop and the t- got him the anytime touchdown. So. That was felt really good, and then just the total collapse um, of yeah. the Dolphins. Now Packers got to win out, and they've got a chance they to play Just got to win out. Then, I, you see the Jair Alexander um, yes, interview? Yes, I did. It was hilarious. That was hilarious. It was hilarious. Goofy. Y'all haven't so seen goofy. it? Go watch it. It was so it's goofy. So it was hilarious. So He's like, oh, he actually overthrew it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. He said, ran the ball down the sideline, celebrating my teammates, get the ball to a little kid, and we're number 23. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. that's so funny. It, it was pretty but good. It was funny. Yeah. Next game, oh. Rams. No. Beat oh, God. Okay. Short one. It's on Nickelodeon. Rams blow out the Broncos 51-14. to yeah. Russell Wilson gets clowned by Patrick Starr. Um, <laughs> a lot of people were mad having Santa on their fantasy rosters because Nickelodeon kept putting him in with CGI, obviously. Um, and he was open on every route. Don't know why they didn't throw it to him. He was wide open every time. It was crazy. So, um, yeah, Broncos. They were they were arguing on the sideline. They were saying, yes. I think the yeah, backup about... quarterback and the old lineman are were arguing. It wasn't Brett Ripon wasn't even playing in that game yet, and mm. they were arguing because the old lineman would not be would not pick up Russell Wilson after sacks. They weren't picking him up, and Ripon came over and said something to him. And their tackle, who is their Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee, shoves Brett Ripon and starts yelling at him, what are you going to do about it, Brett? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brett yes, their Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee did this. He was this. like, so, Brett, get in the game, please. intentions were high. He was praying for Brett to get in the game. He was like, Brett, please get in the game. Like, what are we doing? After what are you going to do? Like, just get in the game. Like, we don't want Russell no more. <laughs> he was practically pleading him. Like, but yeah. to y'all, it sounds like he's trying to. He was trying to bully him. Nah, he was pleading him for him to get in the game. They don't want Russell no more. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and one of the great things that about Patrick Starr getting to clown uh, Russell Wilson by doing the play-by-play, uh, the guy that plays him, uh, Bill – I'm going to mispronounce this. Foggerbach? I think it's Foggerbach is how it's pronounced. Uh, 
Fagerbaki is what it is. Fagerbaki. Mm-hmm. Um, he played college football at, I believe, Idaho. Yeah, he went to University of Idaho. Um, was a D lineman, and then he went on to obviously voice Patrick Starr, and now he gets to come back and now call play by play for for football. So I thought that was kind of cool as well. A former college football player who's now one of the most beloved childhood childhood cartoon characters of all time mm. is calling play-by-play of Russell Wilson throwing a pick six to Bobby Wagner's former teammate and clowning him saying that's not what he wanted to cook. So I thought that was uh, a great full circle moment all around, uh, not just for him, but Bobby Wagner and Russell Wilson as well. Um, but our final game of the week, obviously we already talked about Chargers on Monday Night Football. Bucks yep. Cardinals goes to overtime somehow. Yeah. Gross. Buccaneers win 19 to 16. Tom Brady should not be going to overtime with Trace McSorley of all people. <laughs> it should not be going to overtime with him. Um, but he does a lot of screen passes in this game to Leonard Fournette. Um, so Leonard Fournette actually led the team in receiving with nine receptions for 90 yards, all of which screen design screen passes. Um, a lot of people on the old Twitter machine were not happy uh, about that like why are we calling so many screen passes um mike why are we not throwing more to mike evans which it's been a story of not throwing to mike evans almost all year yeah i don't know what's up with that russell gage had more receptions and yards than mike evans in his game mm-hmm. the guy they like after every time like mike evans goes for a catch or something or like he catches the ball he just instantly goes out like he's injured or like I feel like every time, every time I watch in the game, I see Mike Evans, and then he catches the ball and goes out. And I'm like, why is he going out so much? Also, like every time he catches a touchdown, their left tackle gets a flag for holding, usually. Yeah. Or something. It's just it, offense gets a flag, um, so they always get called back. I think their left tackle is the most flagged player in the NFL right now. If if I'm yeah. not mistaken, I'm pretty sure he is. Um, I'm going to look. I, I really want to look. Oh, mm-hmm. I think he is. He is. Uh, Yep, their own lineman. Uh, he's got six offensive holdings, four false starts, and one illegal use of hands. All the top guys are O-linemen. <laughs> <laughs> they have to be. They're the, literally the most penalized. They should be the most penalized. The, the next highest is a DB from New Orleans. He's got six mm. defensive holdings and four DPIs. Gosh. <laughs> Tariq Woolen's up here. DK Metcalf. What? what? How much holdings he got? <laughs> He's got four offensive pass interferences, two unsportsmanlike conducts, one <laughs> offensive holding, and one taunting. Oh, he my has God, 70, DK. 70 penalties for 80 yards. He's funny. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Oh, there's a team percentage. Okay, this might be the coolest website I've ever found. It's NFLpenalties.com. It has uh, all these players, what they are, how many they have, how many yards, declined, offsetting, total, um, What if they're pre-set, pre-snap ones, how many per game, how many yards per game do they give up per flag, percentage of the team. So, like, the old lineman from Tampa Bay, he has 12.5% of the team's total penalties this year. Mm. Which seems like not that much, but that's really a lot. That is a lot. For the whole team, yeah. Is there anybody higher? I want to see who is the highest percentage. Okay. Oh, oh, crap. I went the wrong way. Uh, Old lineman from Houston has 14.86% of all penalties for the Texans. Mm-hmm. Landon Dickerson's right there behind him. It was 14.1. That's Great. tough. That's tough. Big tough. 10 penalties for 69 yards for Dickerson. <laughs> well, that's a very cool website that I've found. They've also got it sorted by weeks, positions, by penalties, by teams, um, by 
what other types of penalties, like different seasons all the way going back to 2009. They've got the referee crews. They've got it sorted by referees on here. Although I'm sure you would like to, like to look at that sorted by yeah. referees. If I if I knew these guys' names, I would actually get toxic because I'm taking it to Twitter. We're taking it to Twitter. Because <laughs> no, yeah, it would it would be bad if I knew these guys' names. Because I'd be sitting here like, who is that? It guys needs to go. He needs. They need to get a replacement ref right now. <laughs> Just hoping someone right. runs into him. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. No, no. <laughs> All right. We'll get to our we quick some... college bowl games yeah, since we have we got so many of them. We just started um, saying some – we go back yeah, and forth. Bowls. Some of the major ones were really from Tuesday on. Um, Coastal and East Carolina, 53-29 mm. for East Carolina. Wisconsin over Oklahoma State, they barely survived, 24-17. to yeah. Duke, Duke over UCF, thirty to thirteen. Arkansas, fifty-five, fifty-three in overtime. Oh, yeah. Disgusting. Overtime and then UNC barely loses to Oregon by Oregon. one. Going Justin Herbert was at this game. He was was he? Cool. Yeah, he was. He's seen taking pictures with all the Oregon players and stuff. <laughs> Texas Tech, forty-two twenty-five. Yeah, the Ole Miss did not fare well in this game. Yeah, they didn't at all. <laughs> That's rough. And then just while we were recording, uh, Syracuse Minnesota wrapped up. Minnesota gets the win, twenty eight to twenty. Let's go, mm-hmm. Big Ten team. That's what we okay. like to see. And currently, beating Florida State seven to three in the Cheez-It Bowl. And Cheez-It. we'll also have the Alamo Bowl later tonight as well. So yeah, Texas versus Washington. Um, the Mayo Bowl is tomorrow. Duke's Mayo Bowl, Maryland, NC yep. State. Uh, the Sun hey. Bowl, Fascio, very happy about that one over in El Paso. Pittsburgh versus UCLA. Should be interesting. Yeah. I don't know how good of a yeah. game it will be. It'll be interesting. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Barstool yeah. Sports Arizona Bowl is tomorrow. Ohio versus Wyoming. The Where Gator Bowl, Dame, South Carolina. And the of course, Barstool Bowl? Yeah, Barstool Sports sponsors the Arizona Bowl. Oh, is that the Arizona Bowl? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So Dave I was Cole like, "What? Oh, what are you saying?" I was like, "The Barstool Bowl." <laughs> yeah, so it's that's fine. Dave, Dave Portnoy and Big Cat are the play-by-play and color announcers for this game. Oh, okay, okay. Pretty sure they are. Either yeah. way, Barstool's the are the, are the ones sponsoring it uh, mm-hmm. with Arizona. So, um, the fabled Saturday. Orange Bowl of Tennessee and Clemson, all orange. We like to see that uh, is tomorrow <laughs> as well. Yeah. And then, obviously, we got the New Year's Eve, like, you know, the yep. usual. Um, the college Alabama, football Kansas playoffs. State, college football playoff games, TCU, Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia. Iowa. Iowa Hawkeyes Iowa. versus Kentucky will be go an Iowa. awful game to watch, but I'm still going to watch it. Let's um, go, Iowa. Yeah, let's go. That's what we like to hear. We lost to them last year. We can't do it two years in a row. Can't do it. Um, so, we'll see. Uh, and then Monday – Mississippi State, Illinois, LSU, Purdue. That game is going to be underrated, I think. LSU, Purdue, I think is going to be an underrated game. Really? Underrated? I, I think that'll be good. Like, I think it'll be a great game. I, I, don't, think know. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen Purdue play this year. Don't know. Not even in the Big Ten Championship game against Michigan? Mm, no. They did really good for the first half. Oh yeah. <laughs> Second half was bad. First half yeah. was great. Fantastic. Um my favorite Tulane. game of the slate, the Cotton Bowl Classic, Tulane versus USC. Tulane. Very excited for that game. Tulane about to come up come up with the upset. Yeah, Tulane is. Come on. That'd be crazy. No. Come on, Tulane. Never. Tulane is them. Tulane USC, is it. baby. Shut up my boy Isaiah. No. Tulane. Come on. Rose Bowl <laughs> game, Penn State, Utah. Also got a feeling that game is yeah, going to be great, too. I feel like this game is going to be good. I was thinking about it. This game might be good. For a last, like, <laughs> game, last game before the championship college football playoff, is this is a pretty good game. Yeah, Not yeah. So still a lot of bowl games left on the slate uh, mm-hmm. for college football. Plenty of good ones to watch all weekend long. As always, there's always plenty of great games going on around the New York New Year's Six. That's the point. It's the point of having them there. Is that New Year's Day? They'd be like, "All right, we're gonna have the really good games the night before, and then the really good games the day after." So, 
Mm-hmm. That's where a lot of people are going to focus their attention for sure. And then, yeah. Lavelle, is there anything you want to get off your chest for fantasy football as we are in championship week? Um, because I, I can easily rant. I can go on a rant. Nah, right now. I, don't, I don't even want to rant. Like, it's okay. It's just been a bad season. Let's just chalk it up as a bad season. Move on bad to the season. next. That's what I'm That's what I'm doing. Not even thinking I, about it no more. We're just good. I wish was, I was that lucky. I wish it was I just a bad, bad season. season. It was. It actually was an awful season. Like right when I seen my team, I was like, okay, it's. It, I didn't think it was that bad. And then when I saw I got four Broncos players, I was like, okay, it's going to be pretty bad. And it's then half my team got hurt. Yep, it got bad. Okay, we know yeah. that. Okay, like it's okay. It's just we don't even want to talk about it no more. It's okay. Let's chalk it up as a bad season and go on to the next one. That's all I'm next. Yep. Well, I'll get this off my chest. I wish I could chalk it up to a bad season because I had a great season. I had two great seasons, two number one seeded teams here in the semifinals. And then Jalen Hurts gets hurt. And then Tyler Lockett gets hurt. And I'm down two guys for the semifinal game. And I'm like, well, crap, here we go. We've got our guys, you know, Ramondre Stevenson, Kamara, Diggs, Jefferson, Pittman, Dillon. I could have started Deontay Foreman. I talked about that, but it was like Mm -hmm. him or A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon was on a tear lately, so – you know what? I was going to go with him. I was going to go with him. And then my team going up against a six and eight team wasn't even 500 yet and had scooted their way by outscores me by 40. Thanks to Devonte Smith and George Kittle, both getting two touchdowns and scoring 30 plus on me. And then James Conner gets 25. And so it was just like, Oh, Fantastic. Because Gino only gets 15 against the Chiefs because we thought that would be a shootout. So I was like, I'm not worried about Gino Smith. And now I am. Ramondre Stevenson can't even crack five points. And so that was awful. Stephon Diggs doesn't get targeted until the second half of the game. He can't crack five points. Justin Jefferson does all he can with 30 points for me. I mean, even with only one touchdown. Dallas Goddard, Michael Pittman, they can't crack 10. The Titans defense gets me five. Robbie Gold was like my third highest scorer on my team with 13. Fourth. He was my fourth highest scorer. My kicker. My kicker scored the fourth most points on my team. It was just awful. It was just humiliating. Mm -hmm. It sucked. It really sucked. And now I'm missing out on a championship that was winner takes all, $20 buy-in. Could have been $200 in my pocket. And now my team just falls apart in the semifinals, and it it hurts. Meanwhile, my other number one seed team in the Yahoo League, which Lavelle is in, yeah. Also the number one seed. I get beat because CD Lamb goes for two touchdowns. <laughs> These two touchdown performances just ruined me this year. This this in the semifinals. Man had Damian Pierce in his lineup still. If you don't know, he's on IR. He's on he's IR. That's a fat goose egg. And I still got beat by 40 points. Because Derek Carr can't do anything. Christian Kirk can't do anything. Also, Ramondre Stevenson, again, can't do anything. Gerald Everett got me a goose egg. My defense got me four points because the Titans lose to the Texans somehow. So, I I was just... It's just unbelievably heartbreaking how an 11-3 team can lose to a 6-8 team and a 10-4 team can lose to, I think he was a 8-6 team. It just... Mm. It pains me so much that all of a sudden it's like, yeah, by the way, you've been really good all season. You drafted so well. Eat a bag of dirt and just <laughs> go die in a hole because this week we're not doing crap for you. Hey. And so it's painful. You can't, can't expect them to be great, man, all, all the I time. Didn't, I didn't coach them up. I didn't coach them up enough. You didn't coach them up enough. Yeah. That's okay. I mean – that's when looking you. at the imperfect team this week, this is an entirely real lineup someone could have had and just gotten destroyed. Like 8.1 fantasy points was the worst team you could have possibly fielded mm. in fantasy. With Nick Foles, who got negative .3, not many people are playing him, so that's like the one exception in this lineup. But plenty of people could have played Zonovan Knight, who had 2.3, running back for the Jets. Ramondre Stevenson, 3.3. I had him in both my leagues with number one seeded teams. Mm. DeAndre Hopkins, 1.4. Devontae Adams, 3.5. 
all four of those guys easily on a roster somewhere. All easily. four. Tight end Juwan Johnson easily could be on a lineup somewhere too, the way he's been catching touchdowns lately. Nick Folk, zero goose egg for a kicker. I mean, Patriots kicker, maybe you have him, maybe you don't. That's a toss-up. Uh, and then the Broncos defense. You know somebody's been holding on to the Broncos defense because they get picks. Negative four points. Yeah. Just nasty work this week. From oh, the... And then, of course, you know how much the perfect lineup was? Hmm. 231 points. Mm. With Dak with 28, Cam Akers with 34, Saquon Barkley with 27.3, CD Lamb with 34, Justin Jefferson with 31, TJ Hawkinson with 35, Matt Gay with 19, and the Rams defense with 21. Oh my gosh. And that one's almost an entirely on a lineup that someone could have. Maybe not Jefferson and Lamb on the same team. That's a little hard to believe. But Cam Akers and Barkley on the same team? Absolutely possible with how Cam Akers got dropped like midway through the season by 90% of people. Yeah. Add TJ Hawkinson on there, totally possible. And then probably not the Rams de- – eh, maybe the Rams defense because they were playing the Broncos. They maybe thought, oh, we'll, we'll aim for upside. But, oh, my goodness, who would have thought Crazy. that? That's So, yeah, that's my rant of uh, fantasy football. I also <laughs> rant about it in my column this week. So, yeah, I, I, I hate fantasy football. I hate it. But I will do one shout-out on fantasy football before we before I end this. Um, in my back home league with my trophy uh, that I haven't won in years it is currently the fa- the mother son bowl right now for the championship. Um, one of my buddies, his mom is in the league with us. It's her versus him for the championship. And he's already been trash talking. I've, I've talked to him already. Um, he's like, yeah, you know, in the entirety of this league, I've never lost to her. I have not lost a single matchup to her in my, I think this league's been around for five years now. This will be the fifth year. Um, he's never lost to her. So now they face each other in the championship. He's got a really stacked team. Uh, let's look at the teams here. Um, just to double check to see if it's really as lopsided as he says. Because I haven't really checked this league because I just know how bad I am. Because I, I lost in the semi semifinals in the consolations. So, mm-hmm. hey, I played BPAT for, for last place, I think. <laughs> I think it's for last place. Am I crazy or I don't know. It might it might be last place. Oh no, there's somebody who's one and tw- two and twelve. No way they're doing better than we are. Let's see playoff bracket. Yeah, B Pat lost to the guy that was two and twelve. So me and B Pat are playing for last place. Sheesh. Um, <laughs> that's that hurts. Uh, but the matchup is. Kirk versus Mahomes, Eckler versus Barkley, Connor versus Robinson, Evans versus Adams, Kirk versus Allen, Waller versus Kittle, Kamara versus Smith, Dallas versus Kansas City, Graham Gano versus Evan McPherson. Mm. This will be close. Currently, the line is positive to the Sun. So, uh, 123, 119 the projections, but ESPN, we do two round, two week rounds because um, we don't have enough people in our league, so unfortunately. Because it's hard to get people in your league when all your friends are from California and Texas, and yeah. so it's hard to send a trophy engraved with their name on it across the country. Otherwise, <laughs> we'd, pl- we'd have plenty of people in the league. Um, so it's a lot of Iowa people, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, shout out to them. Mother versus son. Families will be divided, um, and then there will be a trophy. I'm really shooting for the mom just because she's great. She's fantastic. And it <laughs> bring me so much joy because currently the trophy sits with his roommate in college right now. Um, one of our high school buddies, they, they're rooming together. So he has it. So he would have to take the trophy from his roommate and deliver it to his mom, all of which he lost to both of them in the championships in back-to-back <laughs> um, So there's nothing that would bring me more joy than that, having to for him to deliver that to his own mother um, after her never beating him before in in this league. So that, there's nothing that would bring me more joy than that. So shout-out to them, uh, of course. But, yeah, that's all I got. Fantasy football, we love this game. We hate this game. Um, a lot that's of the time we play the game. Love. 
<laughs> I think. <laughs> that's that's what I got on fantasy football. I, who would have thought the guy that has written a column for 17 weeks now is saying, yeah, he absolutely hates this game, <laughs> but still continue uh, to focus on it all the time with a podcast and a column. So, yeah, that's all I got on that now. I think I'm done. I think I'm done rambling for now. <laughs> Anything you'd like to add before we end this, Laval? Nope. Um, just, I don't know. We're on next year. Go Chargers, baby. And hopefully we'll have some new mics by next week for both of us. We'll have soundboards up and working and we'll get to make this podcast even more interesting as we get closer and closer to a hundred episodes and the end of the 2022 season. 